Yo, what's going on, everybody? We've got OCD for EDC in the house. What's up, buddy? What up? Is this like your first time doing a face reveal right now? For it is. This is this is the first face reveal ever. People are probably gonna go, "Oh my God, he's ugly as all hell." <laughs> I am honored, bro. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, I should have said this to you. I let everyone know that they don't have to. Um, Shabazz, you know the Nick Shabazz, like did everything top down. Uh, Big Red right. EDC did his top down. Zach stuff also. Um, but yeah, man, uh, thank you for doing a face reveal, I guess. You know? <laughs> well, you know, it was inevitable. I mean, I was going to have to do it at some point. And uh, so this just worked out for sure. Oh, man, awesome. And, and you know, yeah. it's crazy. Like, your name has been popping up everywhere. Um, my viewers have suggested that you be on. I was doing a podcast with Lindy and Richie yep. last night and they mentioned you yeah they mentioned that yeah. you, you uh, hooked them up with a power supply and i was like that is what this podcast is for it's like you guys didn't even have a power supply you were using nine volts and someone else in the community like got you guys started and now you have this kind of side business of like modding knives you know yeah for sure for sure and you know lindy and richie they're both doing excellent work and and uh you know, I definitely want to try and help support anybody that's out there doing uh, mod work and just enjoying the the hobby at all, you know, and right. uh, I think it's super cool that Lindy likes it so much and having a girl that uh, is actually getting shit done is, mm -hmm. is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Hold on a sec, all right? Let me just turn yeah. that off real quick. I, uh... Okay. All right, man. But yeah, yeah, they were really cool, actually. I um, was trying to get some mod people on here. Uh, I've been doing a lot of knife YouTube, and uh, I'm going to have some TikTokers on here. We'll get to that. <laughs> Everyone is always like, how, <laughs> right long will it take to, how long will it take Ray to mention TikTok or for people to start a podcast? That's like, <laughs> people always think I, that. But yeah, good. I'm not into the TikTok thing at all, but my wife is into it. She watches TikTok all the time. And so she's constantly coming to me and saying, Oh, you got to check this out. And, mm -hmm. and this is so funny. And you know, some of them are pretty funny, but there's also a lot of dumb shit that I see on there. 100%. Uh, yeah. So I, I just, I mean, I don't even have the app on my phone. Mm -hmm. uh, and to be quite honest with you, I'd not, prior to putting up my first YouTube video, mm -hmm. I, have never had any social media of any kind. I never did Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, nothing. Um, so yeah, this is all a new experience for me. The whole YouTube thing. Uh, I had posted videos from racing motorcycles years ago, uh, but never had like a channel name or anything. It was really just for friends and family to be able to see it. And that was probably, God, I don't even know, 10 years ago or something. Yeah. And then just kind of one day I just got kind of a wild hair up my ass to post a video out there of some nice stuff. And now it's kind of grown into what it is now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy because you're a natural, uh, you and your wife are, are great by the way. Like I watched that, that you're, you're most <laughs> appreciate live. Um, and yeah. I really, I really like that you guys have long form content. Um, people that do lives and just ha it just, it kind of humanizes us. You know what I mean? That's the goal of this podcast. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's to like talk sure. to the people that, you know, knife people are watching every day or, or every week already and kind of like get some more stories that you wouldn't normally hear in a live or a, you know, like a, a review or something, because that's always been something that I did on my channel was since I live in New York City, 
which is really odd for a person as into the hobby as I am. You know, right. I think that, I think that's what people what piqued people's interest at first is like there's this crazy Asian guy in New York City like carrying <laughs> knives that we like, you know, and um, yeah, yep. yep. Like I'd vlog around the city, show people what my girl and I are doing, and people are like, "Oh my God, it's New York City! Like it's weird." You know what I mean? Like, uh huh. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I can't do that now because yeah. people are being cremated in the street. But I mean, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, How's that been going for that, you, by the way? The whole uh, quarantine Corona situation. You, you know, uh, my wife and I we live in Iowa, and so your world and my world are could not be more diametrically opposed. Uh, I literally live, I have two neighbors and they are uh, just the closest houses within a mile of us. So we live out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but so like around our home, it hasn't changed anything. You know, I mean, we still do all the same things that we've always done. Uh, but, you know, going into town that's, uh, you know, eight or 10 miles away, they've started ramping it up again with the masks and that stuff. And it, you know, honestly, it, it really isn't that big of a deal. I'm really just bitching. I mean, when I hear myself say it, I'm like, I'm yeah. bitching about nothing. Like the worst part of my day is I have to put a mask on and yeah. you know, I mean, who, who doesn't want this covered up, you know, <laughs> like, let's be real. Uh, but yeah. So, you know, it really hasn't been that big of a deal. I mean, we haven't gotten any, you know, nobody that I know has been sick or anything like that. Uh, there's been a few people that I work with that have had like uh, some COVID scares, uh, if you will. Dude, slicey dicey. It ended up being nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's he's really it, but I don't really, you know, I've never met him in person, so I don't really know him, know him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it just really hasn't affected my life much at all. I'm still, my wife and I both, um, we didn't lose our jobs. Uh, so really not a whole lot has changed for us, honestly. Yeah, um, it's crazy because my girl and I, you know, my fiance, Kelly, she's like, yeah, you know, I wish we lived out like in the country and stuff like uh-huh. that. And you know, what's crazy is like, I want that too. You know what yeah. I mean? Even though I grew up here, I've lived here since 1987. I was born in the Philippines and then I came here, lost the uh-huh. accent. I sounded like Manny Pacquiao at first, but then it changed. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, Excellent. You know, yeah. So, you know, she's always like, oh, man, it wouldn't be dope if like you leave your house and you're like on a beach or you leave your house and it's just like mountains. And I'm like, yeah. I would love that. You know, uh-huh. uh, my girl and I watch all those survival shows and I listen to Joe Rogan all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to eat elk and all this other stuff. But, uh, yep. you know, I just don't have that option here. Um, well, Yep. We don't, we don't have beaches or mountains, uh, but yeah. we do have wide open spaces and, and corn and corn. We have a lot of <laughs> corn. Um, uh, not as much as what, you know, it's funny because, uh, for some reason people get Iowa and Idaho mixed up a lot yeah. and everybody thinks Idaho is nothing but potatoes. Uh, and it, that's actually not true. I actually work in Idaho quite often and, uh, Idaho is absolutely gorgeous. If you want to see good mountains, Idaho is where it's at. Uh, mm-hmm. that's like a hidden gem that nobody talks about. Everybody thinks to go to Colorado and whatnot. Idaho is where it's at. You go to Sun Valley, it's gorgeous. But, wow. uh, but in Iowa, you know, most people think that it's just totally flat and corn everywhere. And it really isn't. It's uh, it's actually quite hilly. Um, uh, Illinois is actually a lot, a lot flatter and just, you know, just straight like pool table flat for miles and miles. And then Nebraska is like that as well. 
yeah. and where metal complex lives out in western kansas there's absolutely nothing out there so so if he ever says that mm -hmm. if he talks shit about iowa or anything <laughs> you can laugh in his face because i've been to hayes kansas and it, it, it ain't special let me tell you <laughs> dude the craziest thing about metal complex is when i had him on here he uh -huh. is like the biggest he's like as big of a nerd as i am Oh, yeah. But he's like, oh, no, I'd say, I would say he's a way bigger nerd than you are, honestly. <laughs> so we talked, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what video games do you play, right? And I'm expecting the first person stuff, like, oh, I play Call of Duty. He's like, no, I play like Diablo 3, Destiny 2. I'm like, that's what I play, <laughs> you know? But he's like, this yeah. Jack dude. So it's like, does it make sense? Well, and, and I think that proves my point that there's literally nothing to do in Hayes, Kansas. <laughs> so. So uh, they're still st they're still stuck in like the '90s uh, Disney movies. Uh, obviously, yeah. by the way he talks, you know he 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 has some fantasies that he's like saving princesses with some magical sword <laughs> and all this kind of shit. And and then they just go and and work out all the time because there literally is nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, he's I, gonna be pissed when he sees this. <laughs> nah, nah. He, 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 you know what? Like, yeah, the thing all about good. us knife guys is like we rag on each other, but it's all love, man. You know? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. That's Definitely. the one thing about um about me, for example, the way I grew up is Filipinos joke all day. That's all we uh -huh. had back then. So my family yep. and I are literally, you know, learning how to speak English from SNL like in the 80s, yeah. and like movies, <laughs> and we're like making fun of each other. So that has been a thing. Like when I care about someone, I make fun of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. And, that, yeah. and that's how we are as well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I think, you know, you were talking about the, the long format live shows and whatnot. And uh, with my wife and I, uh, you know, it's really not much about the knives at all, honestly. It's really uh, just that's the excuse to get on there and just shoot the shit and make fun of people and, <laughs> and say stupid stuff. Uh, it was like a big yeah, community a thing when I watched it. It felt like, oh, this is them, how they get in touch and keep in touch with their community. Right now, I'm doing it that through, through comments and people send stuff in so that I could kind of react to them. Uh, uh -huh. That's kind of the podcast and unboxings has become the bread and butter, butter of the channel. And uh, I, I, I noticed that people that do lives that's how you you know kind of get close with your community like i, I was like fuck i gotta start yeah. a live man you know i gotta start a patreon like people are like telling me like look i will give you money every month start a patreon or something and like i just yeah, you know i haven't but i'm gonna you guys inspired me i watched that it's live really strange yeah uh, it, you know i first i mean i never thought 10 people would watch the videos that i put out there so so I'm, you know, humbled and blown away uh, at some of those, you know, how well some of my videos have done. Uh, but then I had the same thing. I had several people asking me to do a Patreon. Uh, and I honestly felt pretty weird about it. I, it just seems odd to me. But the more that I think about it, the more that, you know, if, if people are getting enjoyment out of it and they spend their, or getting anything out of it, honestly. I mean, if, they're watch, if people watch my videos and, and they enjoy them, to, to any extent at all, and I'm providing content to them, then if they want to be a part of it, then that's awesome. You know, I, I certainly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it just the response has been amazing, honestly. And I, I know I've, I've heard several other people say that, and I'm sure they feel the exact same way I do. Because uh, you know, I, I knew none of these people. I, I started my channel just right out a year ago. Uh, and 
you know, I don't know what the normal kind of progression is or how most YouTube channels grow or whatever, but, but I feel like it's done pretty well and, and it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's done super well. I mean, considering that I started out around the same time as Zach, Jimmy slash JT's Knife Life, that's my class of YouTube. And uh, okay. I ended up taking a long hiatus from YouTubing because I wanted, I was like watching a lot of cin cinematographers at the time, you know, the, these big monsters on YouTube that are like cranking out the highest possible Hollywood quality content every single day on YouTube. And I was like, yeah. I have to be them because when it comes to knives, I'm a moron. I don't know anything, <laughs> right? I love it yeah, just yeah. as much as the next guy, but I can't tell you what grind is what, you know, I'm mo mainly an action snob and an aesthetics person because I live in New York right. City. I'm not doing, I mean, you know, what's, what's hard use really? Like I cut cardboard or maybe I, 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 I stab a two liter bottle at it, even though <laughs> I don't have to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I, that's really the extent of it, but, um, or you yeah, get your, your channel, three inch blade really, out to, yeah, open dude, a bag of tips or something. Three, three yeah. to three and a quarter. That's that's my jam. I've got small Asian fish paw hands. Um, I'm afraid of the. I'm more into the four inch. So, stuff. <laughs> yeah, four inch yeah. is good, but you yeah, know, it, right it's like it, it's like I'm I've never gotten caught with a knife on me, but I've definitely been bag searched before. That was years ago. I don't. Right now, it's kind of different. Um, I actually wish there was more police right now, dude. The streets are wild yeah, for sure. Dude, yeah. the train just coming home today. I had, you know, and I and I'm no, you know, like I'm not, I'm not pussy. Like I'm no punk. You know, I lived here for a long time. I've seen your yeah, right from uh, the streets just filled with gangsters to like how much cleaner it is now. But just on yep. this train I'd coming home, I I I felt two instances. You know when you get that vibe where you're like, all right, something might happen. Like yeah, I read absolutely. like three instances just from one ride alone. That's just, and I take the train yeah. six days a week, so. Uh, how did yeah, we get man. to this point, man? What were we talking about? <laughs> I've got ADHD, so sometimes it goes just like this. OCD. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. ADHD. OCD, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, no, I, man, I applaud you guys that can do it, live in the city. I, mm -hmm. When I was growing up, my, my wife and I both are from central Illinois. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, back when I was growing up, we used to always go to Chicago for concerts and whatnot. And and uh you know not that chicago is the same as new york city but it's still a you know it's a large no, city. dude it's pretty great it can get pretty wild over there yeah for sure but it uh things have changed a lot definitely you know back when i was growing up i mean uh i, I graduated in the late 90s graduated from high school and um i mean you know we used to jump on the train and and it was like a two and a half hour train ride to get to the city and we'd go there for the weekend go to concerts you know just a group of kids you know and um, I, I, uh, I could, I couldn't picture my kids doing that today. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I have two children and yeah, just, I don't know. Things, things are different for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, so let's go back to the YouTube stuff a little bit. You, you are yeah. part of the apex pass around group, right? I am. Yep. Yeah. How has that experience been for you? It, you know, uh, it's been good all the way around, uh, other than, it literally hit at, so my, my uh, oldest child is uh, graduated high school this year and is going into the Air Force. And so that's, um, there's just been a lot of madness and craziness going on, you know, and then with the COVID on top of it, doing a graduation yeah. party and then a going away party for him going into the military. Uh, 
it's just, it's been kind of hectic and chaotic. So I've been in the Apex Pass Around group for, I'm going to say two or three months, maybe so I've, something like that. Uh, and so uh, just one night out of the blue, uh, David uh, Blade Banner hit me up Great on Instagram. Dude. Yeah, just super nice guy, and uh, and he's like, "Hey, man, I've watched some of your videos. You know, would you like to be a part of this?" And I and and I was so naive and stupid. Like, I had no idea. Uh, I'd heard people say Apex Pass Around Group, but I didn't know anything about it. And uh, so, you know, he kind of explained it all to me, and then we actually talked on the phone a bit. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's been really cool. But the the kind of shitty part about it is, is that the last couple months of my life have just been absolute madness and we've had so much going on. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's literally for like the last two or three months, I've been the busiest I've ever been in my life and just really haven't had time to do much of anything. Mm -hmm. So I feel bad because just the other day, uh, I was going through, I have kind of like a little area where I have all my knife stuff set up and, and I was moving knife boxes around and, and I found the concept cryo, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally forgot about it, dude. <laughs> I got it. I opened the box. <laughs> I set it off to the side. And then like I put another box on top of it and it just sat in the back. And thankfully, I didn't have it for that terribly long. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually, I, I just sent a couple of knives to you just a couple of days ago. Uh, Is that the... So, Wait. I don't remember what knives? I sent you. Yeah, it's I, not, I shipped a couple of knives It's not the big box, right? It's not the Williamson no. stuff. Okay. No, 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 no. No, I yeah. literally just... I mean, this was... Maybe even yesterday. What is today? Okay, Tuesday? Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what I sent to you. I sent <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I, I always forget. I know too. it had your address on it. I, <laughs> no, dude, I sent out like 20 packages yesterday. So, <laughs> Dude, um, I talked to Jimmy Slash, and I was like, how do you keep up with all this like piff stuff? You know about him, right? Yeah. Right. He's like, he, yeah. yeah I, Sometimes I ship like 300 packages. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, what? Dude, I, I just recently did a big knife sale and had, uh, I, I don't even know how many packages I had, like our whole island in our kitchen was just covered with knife packages. And uh, yeah, dude, it just, it's crazy, man. It, I never dreamed that it was going to get to this point. You know, I mean, like I, I have fucking stickers made with my logos. And yeah. shit. Like I, yeah. I think about it, I'm like, what the hell is going on yeah. here? You know, it's yeah. just, it's all moved pretty quickly. That's really awesome, though. That's exciting, man. You know, it's like when I was when I watch uh, Zach or or Big Red or or you know uh -huh. uh, you even, I'm like because uh, man, I feel like everyone has so much more money than me. Like I, <laughs> dude, I can tell, I, I can assure you, I'm broke. <laughs> to pay for any, like I can't afford a PO box. Um, I got stickers made because I won a contest from Sick Sticker Pro. And I, I, was, yeah. I, I, I was fortunate enough to get like hologram stickers made, but it's like living in New York City and uh, my family just started a business. So my uh -huh. investment in it is to take this huge pay cut and I'm there six right. days a week. You know, shout out to A-List CBD. It's going super well. Um, CBD nice. is this big booming business that's going to like- Oh, I imagine, yeah. It's going to yeah. catapult by 2024. And like we have a pretty big foothold in Brooklyn right now because- we're the only That's CBD awesome. shop where you can go in and actually talk to people that know a lot about it. And right uh, on. But you know, that means I just don't have a lot of cash flow. I, I just have enough to pay for this apartment. Um, yep. I have not bought a knife since like 
The Artisan Cutlery Small Archeo by Dylan Malley. I think that's the last one that I bought. That's like almost and, a year, right? Like, and you bought that when it came out? Uh, I bought it when the copper one came out um, on White Yeah, Mountain. that's got to be close to a year ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, the Apex Passaround Group, uh, viewer donations and loaners have kept the channel afloat. But also, like I said before, the podcasts have become the bread and butter of the channel. You know, it's like, yeah, right on. I, I, I was just like, you know, I was like, what, you know, you got to set a big goal or whatever. And I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to be the Asian Joe Rogan of the EDC world. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and just connect. <laughs> Asian Joe Rogan. Yeah, I'm going to shave my head nice. and just, I'm get jacked. <laughs> yeah. I just, I was like, so you know are you a fan of Joe Rogan? Are you a big fan of Joe Rogan? I watch a lot of podcasts. That's basically how gotcha. I use my same methods for learning English, which is I watch SNL, I watch all the comedies. I've said this before, like the first yep. movie I watched when I came to America was Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. That's beautiful. Like, yeah, That's perfect. So, That's a wonderful movie to watch. Yeah. So I was I like, you know it. what? And you know what's crazy? I lived in Queens and that McDonald's, which was the McDowell's, right? It was on Queens. <laughs> McDowell's, yeah. That's the McDonald's yeah. that we went to. <laughs> That's like, awesome, dude. But um, yeah, like I used the same method. I was like, look, I, I, I can talk pretty well but I want to be like funnier. I want to like be, you know, quicker, snappier and be able to talk to a wide range of people. I was already listening to yeah. Joe Rogan. So I just started listening to all these comedians and their podcasts, uh -huh. how they do it. And I was like, this is a format that would work in the EDC world, but it hasn't been done in this way yet. You know, where let's say yeah. you, let's say you were promoting something. Let's say you were promoting, like maybe you designed a knife one day. And you're like, want to talk about it, get some uh, that, coverage for it. You could come on the show and then we can talk about it for an hour and a bunch of other stuff. And you're going to get free we'll coverage, to, you know? We'll, we'll have to talk about that because there might be some things coming. Dude, you're more than welcome <laughs> to be on this show anytime. Anyone who's ever done this, I always leave that door open. Like you yeah. can talk, even if you like say oh man i just did this huge uh, giveaway i want to get more press on it and you just want to do a quick one for like a, a quick 20 minute segment like i will no problem do that you know yeah um, right on dude that's awesome dude, I, so man i felt bad the other night uh, yeah i do have some stuff in the works Ooh. and honestly uh i i've worked with metal my whole life uh i started welding at a really really young age uh, my dad was a uh a union pipe fitter and started me welding when I was real little. And, uh, so I've always worked with metal. I've been making knives and stuff since I was a little kid. And, mm -hmm. um, so one of the re I mean, really kind of the main reason that I started my channel was really, I guess, kind of in an attempt to, uh, get a following for a production model. So I like, I like your, the way you think, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's some stuff coming. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've been in, like, I, I told you before, I've been insanely busy, so I haven't really been able to do a whole lot with it in the last couple of months, but, uh, but things are kind of calming down now. Um, and you know, as life gets a little bit more back to normal, uh, yeah, I've got a few things coming pretty, pretty quick. So that's, that's uh, cool. some accessory stuff as well as, uh, some full on, full on knives. So yeah, it should be cool. For sure. And I'll Dude. definitely hit you up when the, yeah. when I'm ready to unveil it. It'll be cool for sure. Here's a cool idea that I yep. have actually that the people with uh, lives that are popping already, right, uh -huh. like, is to like, 
if there was a way to do what Knife Junkie does and like put people on, I know the streaming uh-huh. service he uses. Uh, I was on the okay. show before and he told yeah, me what it yeah. was. And uh, that would be another cool way to just get, get, get somebody on. Um, you know, these comedians, like, they'll get a call from one of their friends and they'll just, like, put it on speaker and they'll be on the show for, like, a good two minutes or something is another thing right. I'm kind of playing with. But, you know, back to the lives for a second, like, it seems that you've got a really good handle on the way you do it. Um, how many times do you post Dude. a week? And you do, do you do one live a week? Like, what's the schedule like? General, yeah, generally speaking, we do a live show every Sunday, Sunday evening. Uh, we go at 8 p.m. Central Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's my wife and I, and we just bullshit. And yeah, we do. You know, we kind of have, I, I, I was trying to come up with ways to get people more uh, involved in the show. And so I started this uh, thing that we call the, uh, the TSA. It's the sharpest apex. Uh, and it's a, a knife sharpening competition, if you will, oh, uh, where I have one of the uh, the uh, uh, sharpness testers, uh, mm-hmm. the best certified sharpness tester. Yeah. And uh, so people, we, we have a wheel kind of similar to like Wheel of Fortune. Uh, <laughs> and we spin the wheel of steel and we choose a steel for the month. And then at the end of every month, we do a live show and people can send their knives in. Uh, there is a small entry fee. It's 20 bucks. Uh, but you can win prizes. Uh, I've got, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the company Sharpening Supplies. Uh, I, I believe They're so, out of yeah. Wisconsin. Okay. So they, they've got some really great, uh, you know, all the products that you need for knife sharpening. And they uh, kind of sponsor the show and, and give, uh, well, recently I've been giving away these like 12 inch strops. They're like a, a large paddle strop mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. with some compound. And so they're like 50 bucks. Uh, so people can win a strop and then I give away my stickers and stuff. And then I always give away a, a, a knife as well, like a $50 knife. Yeah. Um, but those have been a lot of fun. And then just recently <laughs> we, um, in two weeks, we're going to have um, a box of crap, uh, which... <laughs> Oh God! Is this so the, this like, you talked it, about this on your live, like la- the last one, right? Yeah, we talked about this on the live. Yeah, so <laughs> so it was it, again just you know getting getting people involved. You know, we have a lot of the same kind of fans coming back, but mm-hmm. uh, but the live shows keep growing every week. You know, there's always somebody new in the chat saying, "Oh, this is my first time here," and yeah, and uh, but anyway, so on August sixteenth. Uh, 2020, uh, mm-hmm. depending on when people are watching this, I guess, but we're going to do a uh, b- box of crap. So uh, <laughs> people that watch the show can just send in anything they want. So my, my wife and her friends are really the ones that started this. Uh, and but this has been going on for years and years. And so like when one of them has a birthday or whatever, that it, it started actually uh, when we all lived locally to each mm-hmm. other, it was bag of crap and they yeah. would give it in a garbage bag. And literally it would be like one busted rollerblade and like a (laughs) a dented beer can (laughs) and, 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 you know, uh, like a, uh, well, just totally random shit. Like, I'm going to send you, it was hilarious. I'm going to send you beef jerky that's labeled dried bat. And it says from Wuhan, China on it. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Just dried bat from China. Oh, that's beautiful. 
Dude, that is, you guys oh. do some fun stuff, man. You know, you guys definitely have a knack for this. Like, I saw the flag with people's names, and I was like, yeah, brilliant, brilliant ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah, we just, uh, you know, for the, that hangs in my office at the house, uh, and that's the patron flag. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know, just trying to come up with something, just be different, really, is what mm -hmm. it all boils down to, you know? And even with, like, I do a lot of knife mods and stuff, and, and, you know, I do a lot of anodizing and different things and, and, and everything I try, I just try and be different from what everyone else is doing. Uh, and so when it comes to, you know, like, well, Lindy Lou and her husband, mm -hmm. I don't think they're married. Uh, Richie. I think they're, yeah, yeah Richie significant and other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are they married or no? Uh, or No, they're know. not. So what's funny is like, um, I was talking about their Instagrams, right? And if you click on Lindy yeah. or Richie's Instagram, they tag each other with like a heart, like in their kind of like description. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I yeah. guess that's, I told them, I was like, oh, I guess that's what the young people are doing, you know? Cause like I'm the game uh, right. I don't have it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. That's how I, I knew that, that she, that's how I found out who Richie was. Um, he was following me already, but I think at the time, like his following was smaller. So I, I didn't know, you know, sometimes you get added on, I don't know how active you are on Instagram, but sometimes you get added and like, I have to try to figure out if this is a real person or not. You know, For and, sure. at, and at the and, time, I didn't know that Richie was. But then when I clicked, um, when I was on Lindy's page, and I clicked on his uh, profile, she linked it in her description. Uh -huh. I was like, Oh, they're together. And then uh, when I asked Lindy, I was like, Why don't you and your man come on? Because I also didn't want to come off as the creepy dude. You know what I mean? It, it, right, so, right, you know, right. So I, I had yeah, that's funny. On. Yeah. Yeah. L Lindy, actually, she was the uh, uh, she received a box of crap from us, my <laughs> wife and I, uh, when, when we sent, uh, she won a giveaway that we did and we sent her, uh, I don't remember what knife she won a knife or something. I can't remember, but then we, we use some just random shit to like pad the knife in the box. So it's like, you know, <laughs> like a tube of toothpaste and, and some dental <laughs> floss useful, and like, man. A, well, Hey, Hey, you know, like nobody said you can't use the bag of crap. So, uh, yeah, it's, so it'll be fun, you know, and then, you know, on the live the other night, people started making jokes saying they're going to send us a glitter bomb, and I had to break it down oh, yeah, real serious, because yeah, yeah. there's there's only a couple things I hate in this world, and glitter is is one of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not looking to have titty glow all over my house. Yeah, exactly. Know? I was going to so. say, like, glitter could get you <laughs> in the doghouse, man. You come home, and you get the glitter on you, and it's, yeah. like, it's like, no, I was just playing yeah. with no, not in that way, though. I mean, and it's like you're just with a knives and yeah, uh, with knives. yeah, right. It's like you're just a trouble after that. <laughs> yeah, but you um, know, it's funny. Yeah. I've been married long enough at this point that, like, I'm too old, too married, too fat, got too many kids. I ain't even, I ain't even trying to mess around with that shit anymore. Uh, yeah, it's like, just that just sounds like work. <laughs> yeah, you know, I say the same thing. Like, I, I look super young. I'm, I'm, I'm almost forty right um yeah. and uh you know when i when i uh, got with my girlfriend now my fiance like i was like look this is the best version of me you're gonna get because i'm done with all the bullshit from before like i just right. exactly what i want there's like no games and she's the same way so i think it's gonna last yep. with this one i think she proposed yep, to me that's... like a champ i was like oh shit that's never happened right on I'm like, yeah <laughs> Yeah, when, when, you know, when you're at a point where you just throw it all out there and just say, look, this is me, and, yep. you know, and, and if 
And if she's all in at that point, it'll probably work. Yeah. My wife and I, we've been, we've been married for, uh, like 16 years. Mm -hmm. I think, I think 16. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's all good, man. Yeah, you guys have a For great sure. chemistry on camera, man. You guys are like, you know, she's kind of handling a lot of the chat window, I'm assuming. And you're kind of yeah, sure. on with the knives. Yep. And that's like a really, uh, fuck, I wish my girl did that. My girl, though, right now, um, you know, I'm, I keep shouting out her, her new uh, Instagram. It's happy go sucky. That's not a sexual thing. She sells succulents. <laughs> she's become this crazy plant lady. I love, I love the name. Dude, she's Happy hilarious. Sucky. Yeah. So she's become this and crazy I, I saw lady. her in another video. She's yeah. not Asian, right? Because No, she's Happy not. Sucky would be... I, uh, I, I, I okay. like my women how I like my rice, <laughs> white and skinny. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. I no, dig it. She, she's I from North it. Carolina. Um, that's a joke nice. that usually falls flat. I don't know why I keep saying it. <laughs> no, no, dude. It's so you, fucked up. <laughs> No, it's awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, like, um, you know, she's become this crazy plant lady. And like, she's had her Instagram for only like two weeks. She's like, you know, at 500 subs or something. She's posting three times. And they're a day. all just dirty Dude, old men when they see happy go sucky. They're all <laughs> I know, like, fuck you. Yeah, imagine <laughs> I just look at the thing and it's just like, some guy has like a profile picture. It's like Jeffrey Epstein. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. You, um, you need to tell her that her, like, the homepage needs to be a picture of some Asian in lingerie. I bet she gets way more followers. Yeah. Say, happy go sucky. Oh my! <laughs> it's a massage parlor. No, that, that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, you like, what's crazy though with, with her? Uh, long time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, what's crazy with her stuff, though, is, like, she's um, selling, like, every day. Like, because she sells the plants. Really? She imports them That's awesome. from, like, different places and then puts them up on Etsy. Where, wherever like, succulents grow? Yeah, I think, like, like I don't even know where they come from. Korea. Okay. Like, I don't know okay. north or south. I'm not sure. But they're, look, they're beautiful, though. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're communist gonna, succulents or not. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going <laughs> to guess they're South Korean succulents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because... Just just like, they'd be mean little fuckers if they were from North Korea. <laughs> when you get the package, there's just like a stamp of Kim Jong-un on it. <laughs> right, right. No, but she's been selling. The best dude. succulents ever. That's awesome, like, man. She's like, oh, man, I made 500 bucks a day. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Why can't I? You know, I, 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 just keep, I just tell her, like, dude, just keep doing what you're doing. So, like, I could yeah. just stay home. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, because. Yeah, uh, just be a stay-at-home dad. How is that knife sale stuff? Uh, how does that go for you usually? Do you sell a lot? Um, are, let me ask you this. Let me rephrase the question. Do you um, sell a lot of knives back so that you can get new stuff in a lot? I mean, is that sure. something that you do? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't be able. There's no way. I if I kept all the knives that come across my table, I'd be broke. Oh, uh, so yeah, I have to sell. I mean, I sell. I, as a matter of fact, I keep very, very few of them. Uh, so, so most of all the stuff that, uh, it, you know, I'm in the Spiderco collector club and mm -hmm. pretty much all of those I sell every so often I keep one, but, but not very often. Dude, so, what does that cost? That collector club thing? Dude, it can be spending, man. There's months yeah. where Do you pay it, can, it like it can, every month or is it like through the year? It, well, you pay when the knives ship. 
Uh, and so you have to be sponsored through a dealer. Um, I actually have a video uh, that talks all about it, like all the details and all the different options and stuff there are. Uh, but, you know, I tell people all the time, they need to be prepared to it. And it's not like this every single month, but you need to be prepared to spend about 2,500 a month. Um, Damn, uh, you know, bro. just, and like I said, it's not like that every month, but it can be, and you don't know yeah. when they're coming. Like right now, as of today, um, there's a box with four knives shipping yeah. to me, uh, and you know, retail cost on those, that box is probably, I don't know, seven or 800 bucks, something like that. Damn, and that's just one box. And you know, it's going to come in August and I may get four or five more boxes before the end of August. Whoa. That's so, that white privilege. Yeah. Man. No, because I couldn't even fathom that. No, I mean, maybe I could. When I was working uh, in an office and, you know, I was making the big dough, I, I could. But right now, you know, small business owner, like it's, it's you know, right. you got to first five years, you know, it's going to make or break you. And, and we're in the second, For we're sure. going on the second year right now. Um, it's going well, but you know what I mean? I can't like buy a Sabenza like when I want, you know what I mean? Like yeah 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 dude yeah, i want to I totally talk about understand. your love of two sons and that makes yes. me so happy like when <laughs> i watched your channel right and you know yep. um i was like oh this dude is into two sons i i was i was surprised you know what i mean because okay. uh yeah. people are usually like only into usa made stuff um yep. or or they're into like everything, right? You know, most of my friends are uh, JT, Zach stuff. Um, you even like Neves Knives loves Tucson. Um, but I was yep. very happy to see you like repping Tepe Designs, Mazwan Mokhtar. I was like, oh, this is my dude right here, man. You know what I mean? Because I love yeah, these made shit Some too. of my favorite I, I do, guys. But I like, yeah. I definitely like what Tucson is doing. For me, man, it's all about so I actually, uh, I'm a really mechanical guy. Like I said, I've been working with metal my whole life, but I also do a lot of mechanical things and build a lot of race engines and stuff. I've been into racing my whole life. Um, and, uh, and so when it comes to mechanical stuff, um, uh, that's, I mean, that's really what kind of draws me into knives and the EDC gear is, uh, the mechanics of it, I guess. And, and for me, I just like quality stuff. I like them you know, quality made items, uh, quality materials, good machining. And Tucson does phenomenal work for the money. Like it is for anyone. And, and I see all these people, you know, that'll talk shit about, Oh, I'm only doing USA made and this and that, whatever. And trust me, man, when it comes to being patriotic, I'm mm -hmm. ride or die USA. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got on. the flag like right on the, yeah. the channel. Yeah. The, the crazy For thing. Sure. Let me just add this real quick on that. Right. Those same yeah. people all have iPhones, like all of them. That's, oh, what, absolutely. Absolutely That's what I'm saying. Because there right. aren't people in a Tucson knife factory throwing themselves off buildings, but at Foxconn no. where they make iPhones, they do it every day. So absolutely. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Yes. It's the same and thing as, um, you know, the NBA, right? They're allowing players <laughs> to have whatever, you know, like Black Lives Matter or like fuck yes. the police or whatever on their jersey. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Cannot right. say anything about Hong Kong, though. Cannot uh, exactly. say anything. And it's like crazy. And it's total horseshit. 
but that's the thing with yeah. me. It's like, look, if you're going to go all in on the USA made brands and things like that, I respect that because I do think there is a value in that. I think the US kind of needs to go back and bring some of that manufacturing back here. I've outsourced stuff for a company before and I know uh-huh. it's, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's and, like, and I fully, yeah. I fully support that. And like my mm-hmm. own products, um, you know, I said that I have some stuff coming and they mm-hmm. will absolutely be USA made uh, without question. Uh, but the, the thing is, w- what I don't like is that in my opinion, and it's just, and it's, well, it's just because I've had these things in my hands. There are several knife manufacturers and it's just, it happens to be that the EDC knife game is where the, some of the most habitual violators of this are mm-hmm. that they are, they are living off of uh, the idea of being us made. There are a few manufacturers that make really pieces of shit. I mean, let's yeah. just be honest and they're yeah. way overpriced They're It's insane. The, the kind of, horrendous quality that they're shipping out for five, six, $700 when I can buy the same knife from, or not the same knife. I can buy a much better knife yeah. uh, from Tucson that yep. is grade five titanium. It's M390. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's all the same Tucson, stuff. <laughs> there you go. I actually yeah. have that. I, I, since we were going to do this and I'm in a hotel, I've got the saber tooth oh, right here. Oh shit, dude. Maslon yeah. Mokhtar, right? I didn't know yeah. what uh, model this was. So this is another cool thing I love about the EDC community is that like we are massive, but we're still kind of close knit still. So like I, I, I just took a picture of this blade from my Instagram and I was like, which Tucson is this? And then I tagged uh, Mazan Mokhtar like, is this one of yours? Yep. And he was like, yup, that's right. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, that's so cool. You know? Yeah, Mazwan's a great guy. He's actually jumps in our live stream sometime on Sunday nights and we'll get in there and comment and whatnot. Uh, a super cool guy. And I love his designs. They're great. Uh, this is a new one from him, the 243. Ooh, It's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it's, carbon it's fiber? A, it is. A titanium liner lock. Uh, nice. And yeah, just wow. a, it's, a, it's awesome. It's a front flipper. And it's got a little flipper tab. Oh shit, that's so cool! How much was that? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm thinking that they were selling for uh, just over a hundred bucks, hundred and twenty something like On that. On eBay. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because and the saber tooth, uh, Winchester Inc. was like, I got this for like eighty-eight bucks, and it's like one hundred something everywhere else. I was like, yo, that's yeah. Crazy. That's wild. It's yeah. Like 390. It's fucking... <laughs> yeah, dude. And if, I mean, if this was made by any U.S. manufacturer, it'd be three or 400 bucks. Yes. I easy. mean, easy. Easy. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I'm all about, you know, U.S. manufacturers. I support them when I can without question. I mean, I've got tons of knives that were U.S. made. Uh, but, but I, I'm not going to support companies that uh, are sending out stuff that isn't up to today's standards and charging crazy prices for it just because it's made here in the u.s uh you know so that's kind of where i stand on it i'm you know i think nick shabazz says it better than anyone when he says that uh uh quality is about i don't remember exactly how he words it but quality has nothing to do with geography it's about giving a shit or whatever something along those lines quality is about <laughs> that's yeah. the shitty nick shabazz impression uh, it's yeah. My head. Um, <laughs> what do you think about TRM? Have you ever had any TRM knives? Uh, do you want the truth? Yes. 
I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I, uh, what, what, I, what's, I got, uh, which I got one did you check TRM. out? I've had the Atom and the Neutron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought, I, I bought into the hype. Um, yeah. I feel honestly, the Atom and the Neutron to me are the two most overhyped knives in the last two years. Um, and you know, I call this the Shabazz effect. Yeah. And, and I bought, I, w- I was guilty of it. I bought into it and I, I got an Adam and another friend of mine he had ordered one too, right. And it may have been the second drop of Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then it, when it, when it came time to, to get them, he was, uh, uh, had some it, money issues. And so I knew that I'd be able to sell it immediately. And yeah, he's like, yeah. well, will you take this off my hands? And I said, sure. And so I got two of them actually on that drop. And when I received those knives, when I opened them, I was all excited. I opened them. I sold both of them within, I think, three days. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even put them on camera because I had nothing nice to say about them. Uh, what was, that was the problem? I was still, um, the problems were the, the knives themselves are very, very thin uh, yeah. overall. Just the, And the corners are all very sharp on the, the G10. Mm-hmm. And they're just not well finished at all. Uh, they're, you know, everyone bitched and complained about the bug out being so flimsy that you could squeeze it together. Yeah. And the Atom, I can just bend it in half. I mean, easily. Yeah. Uh, I definitely felt like, uh, especially the liner part, you know, like the liner lock. It's so flimsy. Rest, it's yeah. very thin. Um, you know, I can definitely the, agree with that, that the, the, the G10, like I can definitely yeah. agree with that. The the thing that really did it for me though was you know the blade stock I'm all about good blade geometry mm-hmm. and the blade stock on those is like eighty thousandths eighty five thousandths something like that or somewhere between eighty and ninety and that's awesome I'm all I'm all in mm-hmm. uh, the problem is is that one of them that I had and this was on the Atom uh, one of them was twenty seven thousandths behind the edge and the other one was thirty thousandths behind the edge and that's horrible just that, I mean you know, you're starting with a blade stock that's 90 thousandths at the spine. Mm. And, you know, if you're, if you're going to make a really thin knife like that, um, make it cut aggressively, you know, like the, the, this Tucson knife, this thing's like 10 thousandths behind the edge yeah, and it is, it slices beautifully. Um, and so, uh, the other thing, I don't really care for the thumb studs, uh, yeah. they're just uncomfortable. And then you have to buy rubber bands from them or O-rings to put on the thumb studs. And then when you buy the O-rings, they, they only give you one side. So you, <laughs> you have to buy two sets of O-rings. Like there's several things about it that, that my favorite part about what TRM is doing. And I'm not trying to just, I, I under, from what I understand, the people that run the company yeah. are super, super nice. They're, they're very, and chill. that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I'm not trying to bash them or anything like that. Their their knives just weren't for me. And yeah, hey man, um, everyone's got their preferences. Yep. And there's no that's the wonderful thing about the EDC world is everyone's gonna like what they like. Um, yeah. You know, and that's, that's I, I do really. I, I do really love their logo. Um, yeah, me too. Where the three yeah. the logo is awesome. Yeah. And where it's etched into the blade, uh, I like the way that they do that. That's yeah. honestly my favorite part of the knife. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, with me, my experience with them was I had the Atom. I, I, what's crazy uh-huh. is I won an Atom in the, a raffle okay. on the Apex Pass Around Group. Because in the yep. Apex Pass Around Group, I'm not sure if you know this, but certain companies will send us knives and whoever reviews them, later you'll be entered in a raffle where you could win it. 
I've, so, I've heard of that, but it, yeah. that hasn't happened for me yet. Dude, so I've apparently won, I've, that's I've that won. Asian privilege. <laughs> you know, I that's don't, that right? Asian privilege. Like, no, they use an abacus. <laughs> Boom, I'm, what? I'm just in there. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> no, um, I've won a shaman, a spiderco shaman. I've won uh, an atom. Huh. I've won a QSP puffin. Um, that's a cool and, one. The puffin's uh, uh, cool. Uh, 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 Civivi Kiri EDC designed by Alessandro DeSantis. That's a fixed blade. Yeah. I've won a bunch yep. of stuff, but uh, I won the Atom and, and, you know, I, I live in New York city. I want something, you know, three inch blade length, three, three to three and a quarter. Yep. So I traded uh, a buddy of mine, uh, shout out to Bobby, not Bobby. That's what I call him. Uh, okay. Bobby is his name. But, um, so I traded him for the neutron and, you know, the Atom and the neutron gave me the same feeling with the G10 is it was just too rough, man. You know, it's yeah. rough on the pocket, but um, yep. I switched because uh, Bobby gave me three, three pairs of scales and one was polished micarta and I like that much better. I did notice the thinness yeah. of the G10 thing too. You know, maybe it's because yeah. I got small Asian fishball hands and like I, <laughs> I literally have the, you know, light use only. Like some would say the lightest use, you know, so yeah, I don't well. have any hard use. It's mainly just flicking the knife open. I'm, I'm not a big uh, modification guy and... Uh, I just uh -huh. like being able to switch the scales out, you know, even a doofus. Like yeah. That. And that part's cool. Like I yeah. like the engineering behind, mm -hmm. you know, being able to, to switch, switch the scales quickly and yeah. easily. Uh, you know, I, it's not that I dislike the design. I do. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the look of it's good. Uh, I like the profile of the knife. Uh, I just, the blade grinds in my opinion uh, for what they're charging, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I think should be more aggressive and better. Uh, you know, I fully understand making a really thin knife and make it, you know, yeah. super carryable and all that. Um, but yeah, I just, to me, they're just overhyped. And yeah. um, again, you know, like I said, it's just, uh, it's just a preference uh, thing. Wasn't my, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? I don't hate right. on people, right. but you know, right. I get it. Like people love them and that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about uh, hinderers? maybe we shouldn't like die like so so they fall the, honestly the reality is um there's a couple things like when they came out with the usa mayblades uh exclusive the uh half track warning mm -hmm. um i thought that thing was i love the way it looks it's super awesome uh, to me it's another one that's just way overhyped yeah um, how much a couple, are they now uh, I mean, you can't. Um, well, I think they're Secondary Jurassic or only, something. Right? Uh, oh, the warning. Yeah, you mean? yeah. Um, I think they. Yeah, it's secondary only, and I'm wanting yeah. to say they were three seventy-five or four hundred bucks or something from USA Mayblade. Mm -hmm. uh, but, and I didn't get one purely just because I love the way it looks. Um, the half track's just way too small for me. That thing's yeah, so yeah. tiny. Yeah. Uh, three inches but, on that one or yeah yeah they're three inch blade and they're just man they're small but the hinderer stuff for me it it's just it, to me the again i come from a mechanical background and so you know i actually machine things myself and you yeah. know so I, I fully am aware of what goes into making these items and i know what it takes to make them and um i've been in that kind of industry my whole life uh and so, you know, I just pick out all the flaws. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, it's, it, it's interesting that we have someone like that doing knife review videos and uh, just knife YouTube in general, because we need that. We need that. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
to, to me, there's things like, uh, you know, I've had multiple, uh, multiple Medfords come across my table yeah. that <laughs> I've done repairs on for people and, and fix things on. And, you know, when, when you can get this for, you know, what'd you say, uh, 80 bucks or yeah, yeah, bucks 88 or whatever. Or something. <laughs> yeah. And I guarantee you if, if I put yours, your example and mine on a CMM machine, both of them would be identical in every single, there wouldn't be more than two or three thousandths difference between both knives. Yeah. And you can't say that for any production hinderer mm -hmm. or Medford or, you know, and so it all comes into the setup and the fixturing that's used and the quality of the tooling and making sure that you're, you know, everyone, if you don't know how the process works, most mm -hmm. people think that, mm -hmm. oh, well, these are machine knives. Mm -hmm. So somebody's just putting parts in there and just hits a button and walks away. And it doesn't work like that at all. There's a lot that goes into it. And, uh, you know, I just, there are certainly, you know, many American made knives that, that I really, really like. And, and, uh, but there are a handful of them that I think are just way overhyped. Yeah. Uh, so what's yeah. like your, uh, your, what's the ceiling, you know, for the price that you would pay for a knife? Uh, what's the most expensive? I mean, like 500, most expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. I'm um, like right there right now. I'd probably have yeah. to like, you know, get some of my hand or like my kidney, but it's like too damaged <laughs> from all the partying I did when I was a DJ. <laughs> right. So like right. we can't accept this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're but, trying, um, this is damaged goods. I know. They're like, this is not a liver. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so, but, um, I just yeah, got this what's that the other day uh this is my first russian uh Ooh. so this is uh mechanic knives oh, uh, shit, it's in the uh, so cool. cpm s125v whoa and uh it's lightning strike carbon fiber mm -hmm. and looks so uh, cool. is that yeah, blue hardware on that too or yeah it's blue yeah. hardware he does these like lava um yeah the other pivot uh, pivot yeah, yeah. pivot yeah Wow. And then it's got a, a wow, liver, uh, titanium. Wow, that is the deepest carry I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it, it doesn't stick past the, it, the it end looks of the like knife. It. It's kind yeah. of cut off at an angle. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but it's, it's flush with this part up here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a titanium liner lock. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, the build quality on this thing is stellar. However, uh, this bitch will bite you. Uh, that blade is uh -huh. right there in the back. Mm -hmm. as well as the blade length oh um, i don't know shit. if you can see it mm -hmm. dude it is this yep. thing will get you so yeah. she's pretty but she, she'll hurt you <laughs> yep how much did you so, uh you know put out for that one um, these i think these sell um for like between 400 and 450 uh something mm -hmm. like that uh but I, there's a little bit of translation lost in the Instagram deal. And dude, it took like four months for this thing to get to me. Uh, <laughs> so it was like, it was like you were dealing with a Russian dealer or something like that or no, the, the maker, this is a, this is a full on custom. Oh uh, shit. Yeah. Wow, so mechanic custom knives, he's on Instagram. Uh, and He's uh yeah, um Alex from Alex's knife box. He's mm -hmm. got yeah, a cool dude. Knives. Yeah. yeah, I've got I've uh, yeah. had him on here before. That's how I landed with Shabazz is because of Alex's no. knife box. Nice. So nice. I, um that podcast it was funny because Alex and I bonded 
because we were both DJs before in the same scene. Like he loved trance music, oh. he loved electronic dance music. You know, I was, yeah. I was a DJ and a producer like professionally. I was only doing that for like maybe five years and I DJed for 10 years. And he was telling, right on. He was telling me how like, yeah, you know, I um, went to dinner with one of my old buddies and we were, you know, I was with my wife and then, you know, he was just telling, telling her all these stories like, oh man, remember all those pills? <laughs> <laughs> and his wife is like you no way but um nick shabazz that's awesome uh, watched that podcast by chance uh and then he's like i love electronic music too and then i'm like oh sh he, he messaged me to tell me that and i was shabazz like then? yeah i mean I, I i had interactions with him before because he had this uh contest where it's like the you know like the the, the best new knife reviewer channel or whatever oh yeah um, yeah yeah I, I joined up on that and and right on. Uh, I got like the most unique voice or something like and um, and uh, and you know that's how he remembered me right but he messaged me just to tell me that and then I was like oh man that's great you know like I love this and that we started talking about music <laughs> and I'm like would yeah. you ever want to do the podcast and he was like sure are you free in 45 minutes I dropped everything dude my girl just cooked dinner and I was like, that's awesome. ah, fun. Like, I'm doing this pod right now. And she's like, what hell yeah. And then I was like, it's Nick Shabazz. And she, even she knew who he was. She's like, okay. She knew who he was. Yeah, right yeah you know, when you drop, I'm you just, know, <laughs> I'm trying to picture him with like a pocket protector, listening to dance music and just <laughs> yeah. like. He said he never went clubbing. Corner. He never oh, went okay. Clubbing. Okay. That, that makes more sense then. And he yeah, liked the repetitive yeah. nature of how, you know, a four by four beat like goes, you know, it's, there you go. There you go. Yeah, okay. He's breaking know? down the structure. Up. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that yeah. makes more so, sense now. Yeah. So, uh, but that's, that's how I got him, dude. And it is just so crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Shabazz. Yeah. He, that, that dude makes me laugh for sure. I don't know if you've ever seen, um, I did these, uh, uh, this, I thought they were funny and you know, maybe I shouldn't have done it. Who knows? But I put out a couple of videos where I was like making fun of, they were like spoof videos. Well, oh, uh, I saw the uh, big, big red, red did one. one of you. Yes. Yes. So, and then that's how, that's, that's when I really started knowing about you because I did okay, watch that video yeah. as well. I watched your video too. And I was like, that's so hilarious, man. Dude, that, that's so I've actually when big red did that. Like I was yeah, like, that's awesome. you know what I mean? If the tears hadn't yeah. run dry, I would have been like, I was so honored that he did it. You know? Yeah, that's cool. And so I did, uh, uh, do you know Hilltop Knives and Gear? BJ yeah, yeah, yeah. Hill? Yep, yep. Yeah. I did one uh, of kind of spoofing him or whatever, and it's pretty funny. You should, you should go check that I'm one out. That's that by out. far my best work. Yeah. Is um, he a cool dude? Like, you know, I'm always yeah, looking BJ's for super new good guests. Um, I like putting people on. Uh, you know, people get exposure to people that watch me. Cause yeah, for sure. Not, although we have a lot of the same viewers, there are uh -huh. some people that don't watch you that watch me and, and vice versa. Oh, you know? for so sure. Absolutely. That's why yeah. this format works so well, man. Like to just grow this class of knife YouTubers, you know, just like Joe Rogan did it. I mean, everyone yep. was making fun of yep. him when he started podcasting. They were like, what the yeah. hell are you doing? Like even his friends that are like podcasters now were like, Joe, what, right. get, get this camera out of my face, you know, like stuff like that. And then years later, he's the biggest thing. Basically, he yeah. gets more views than any TV show. Like, I think he gets like, yeah, I think he gets like ninety million and downloads Rogan's. an episode. Like, that's crazy. Right. That's great. Hey, did you know? He, did you did you hear about right. the Spotify deal with him? 
Well, yeah, he's leaving YouTube, right? Yeah. And going to Spotify. Yeah. And this is, this is again, I'm yeah. going to segue into why I think people should have podcasts. So I have been using an app called Anchor to distribute the audio version of my podcast automatically. You oh, upload it okay. to one place. It puts uh -huh. it on iTunes. It puts it on, um, you know, a bunch of all the uh, podcast platforms, including right. Spotify. So I already have stuff on Spotify. They don't have video yet, but once Rogan goes on there, I'm definitely yeah, they'll... content for on there too. Yo, and you know what's yeah. crazy? Joe has been mentioning Benchmade, Cold Steel, like lately in his podcast. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah. they're reaching. We're reaching <laughs> right. mainstream. <Yes. laughs> and you know, Rogan's a, a pretty cool guy. I actually mm -hmm. met him uh, years ago. I, I used to do some mixed martial arts fighting years ago yeah. and Oh, that's and dope, so man. What pretty... you... That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was, uh, you know, this, well, back in the early days, I mean, you know, I'm going, shit, I'm going way back into the the uh, late 90s when, yeah. you know, UFC, there was only one or two a year. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was, a, it was a much different thing back then. It was like uh, Bloodsport with John called Van Damme. Kind that, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, I love that movie. But dude, Yo, when I was like I know. 13... Bloodsport like, ah, was on. You can't like see anything. Yeah, can't see guy, anything. Yeah, he's trying to help he his boy. Down. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to help his boy. Frankie, like, Texas, yeah. hit him in the stomach. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, Bloodsport's an amazing Yo, movie. that's sure. crazy, man. Yeah. Oh, so go on with your Joe Rogan story. Like you met him. Well, How did that happen? Yeah, he's just um. Well. So in the Midwest, I don't know. I don't know if you're into UFC stuff at all. Yeah, or not, yeah, dude, I, I mean, watch it religiously. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, so you've heard of guys like Matt Hughes and oh, Pat Militech. Yep. And, Pat okay. Militech, yep. So they yeah, yeah. These guys are all. That's who I trained with was Pat. And, oh shit! Uh, that's crazy. So you know that I grew up in the same area, and wrestling's really big in the Midwest. So yes. I mean, that's really what it all started from is high school that, wrestling. That, you know? that farmer strength, man. That's a Joe. <laughs> yeah. <Rogan's> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, uh, you know, and Rogan was always around back in those days. Like, I mean, this was before he was an announcer on, you know, for UFC or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, I would just, you know, at different fights and stuff and uh, he would be around and, like you know, you he was compete? training all the time. And what's that? You would compete? Yeah. Yeah. I fought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. snap. Dude. For several so years. Awesome, yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, and then I had to grow up and get a life and, you know, like <laughs> showing up to work on Monday with black eyes and stuff. It, it just yeah. like, it, you know, um, yeah, man. I mean, it was cool. I'm glad I did it. It was an yeah. experience. And I can, I can tell you that I've never been, I mean, w when you get into a, a cage with, and mm. most of the time back when I was fighting that we did it in boxing rings. I mean, it was mm. at bars, you know, and it was tournament yeah. style. You had to fight mm. multiple times in one night. Yeah. Um, and then looking back on it now, you know, these guys are all, you know, and I'm not trying to be like the get off my lawn kind of old guy or whatever, yeah. but literally I mean, back when, back then it was, I mean, you'd have to fight three, four times in a night uh, to yeah. win. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it might be for a thousand bucks or $3,000 or something. And uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. Dude, and that uh, is amazing. Do your viewers know that, know about that? I don't know. I know. Um, I mean, I've talked to a, uh, you know blade banker ben sutton yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, from blade banker mm -hmm. uh he and i have talked about it a little bit i know he's into into ufc and whatnot and yeah i don't think he ever competed or i, I maybe he trained some mma stuff or, or mm -hmm. did some jujitsu yeah um, but 
yeah, I mean, it's not something that I really talk about that often. Yeah. I mean, you were it's, just bringing up Joe Rogan. It's so. cool, though. Uh, it's it's definitely cool, you know? Like, being yeah. Asian, right? I am that stereotypical dude. I did learn martial arts from when I was very young. <laughs> right? I, I yeah. competed in, like, you know, tournaments, but not, like, I was a, I was a young kid, you know? But yeah. one thing that martial arts taught me was uh, more along, like, you know, like, respect and stuff, that you respect other people and shit Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't... Yep. I try to avoid fights as much as I can. But yeah. one thing that, that I noticed was like, cause I learned, I learned uh, a style of karate, which mixed like Jeet Kune Do, um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and uh, some Kali elements and things like that called Bastekan. It was yep. a, the, my, my sensei was like a Japanese Filipino guy. And um, okay. I learned that when I was like five years old, I think we took classes till I came here when I was seven. Uh-huh. Right. But one nice. thing I learned was like, once I came to America, I was like, why the fuck do I have so much more balance than these other kids? Right. <laughs> that, I, I always thought that it was martial arts. You know what I mean? Like, it just kind of yeah, gives for sure. you and, something. And, like, hand, you know? hand-eye coordination. Yeah. And, and, I mean, there's, there's certain things, like, for me, um, you know, I was always – I wasn't necessarily the strongest guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was – you know, I wrestled all through school and stuff. But uh, – uh, there's wrestling teaches you a lot about leverage and how to use it to your advantage. And, and those are things that are just instinctive for me that I will never, it'll, you know, it's just ingrained in who I am at this point. And so, uh, yeah, I mean things, and it's, it's really just good things to have throughout your life. I mean, if anything happens and, Mm -hmm. um, actually, actually had a guy break into my hotel. I I travel a lot for work. I had a guy break into my hotel room in the Kansas City area. Uh, oh. I, I guess this is a little, probably a year and a half ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and and dude, uh, what 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 happened was old fucking dad still got it, dude. Nice, <laughs> this, bro. This dude. dude, this dude, I hadn't been in a fight in so long, yeah. I couldn't even yeah. tell you. And I called my wife dude it was a full-on deal cops the whole mm-hmm. bit man mm-hmm. i mean it was it was crazy and it was like three o'clock in the morning and like literally i didn't remember anything mm-hmm. the, the whole story is fantastic i should probably just start it to, well anyway but um <laughs> like three o'clock in the morning this guy i'd fallen asleep i had the tv on and uh this uh i the, the, what i actually remember was uh dragging this guy out into the hallway by his feet and i looked across the hallway and there was these two old people standing there staring at me and i was wearing uh underwear that had fruit loops all over them um <laughs> and which which is a whole nother deal they're like boxer briefs uh, yeah, they're yeah, called yeah. me undies oh uh, me undies yeah wife, i wanted to try yes. those <laughs> dude they're the best underwear ever dude i shit you not so definitely two yeah, thumbs yeah. up on the me undies okay. they're amazing right. but anyway um, that's what I had on, dude. And uh, I had that on and blood from like my chin down to my meundies. And and I turned and looked at him and they looked at me and I could just see like the look on this woman's face was just yeah. like, holy shit. And I looked down and this guy, dude, this guy was tore up bad, really yeah, bad. Yeah. And, and I went back into my room and I went in the bathroom real quick and I kind of cleaned up a little bit and I come back into the hallway. And as soon as I walk back out in the hallway, there's cops walking down the hallway. 
And I'm thinking, holy shit, man, I'm going to jail. Like, all yeah. I could think was the stories about, like, people, you know, shooting a guy that broke into their home and then yeah. the homeowner gets yeah. goes to jail or some bullshit. And, and dude, nothing like that happened. So, like, <laughs> dude, this guy, I, what, I, what I know for sure is, is that I remember – I remember getting up off of him. I was on top of him in the middle of the floor. I remember getting up off of him and I remember turning a light on and looking down at this guy and thinking like, what in the hell is going on? And then I stomped on him like his midsection yeah. either three or four times. I'm confident that I broke ribs when I yeah. stomped on him. Yeah, dude. Um, but, but anyway, so uh, the best part about the whole story was after, I mean, this guy was in bad shape. Like I never heard him speak or anything, but mm -hmm. when the paramedics showed up, they intubated him right there in the yeah. hallway of the, yeah. the, they got him on the bed and they were immediately started shoving tubes yeah. down his throat. And I'm standing yeah. there and the cops are looking at me and all this shit. And, but they called the manager of the hotel in and we watched the, uh, like the security camera, yeah, the, the footage and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude this guy he they ended up finding out that this guy was uh like a boyfriend or a friend of one of the maids and he had a key that worked in all the doors oh he was shit. going around getting what in and <laughs> yeah dude and so i even said to the cops i was like why the fuck would he come in at three in the morning like you know i'm gonna be in the room and mm -hmm. then the cop looks at me and he says he says do you leave all your money and valuable shit in the room when you're not there and i was like oh not really. No, you know, I mean, at least yeah. not, you know, not like my wallet and shit. Yeah, that's um, why. But yeah, so this dude was just, he was going in the rooms and taking and just hoping he could get out before people, you know, woke up or whatever. That's and, crazy. Yeah, dude. And my, my room, it had, he came through the adjoining door. Uh, oh. So I had the little, the little lock thing, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. swung over. And but my room had a had an adjoining door yeah. and there was nobody in the room next to me. And, and he so had in a the key, video, right? Yeah, he had a key. Oh, so a, in in the video, he comes to my door and you see him open my door a little bit, and then the the lock thing would allow him to come in. So he shuts it. He goes into the door next to mine. He obviously knew which rooms had people in them because he walked by a bunch of rooms where there was no one staying in those. So like Damn. his girl his girl told him where room, you know, Yo. where people were. And so, so anyway, he goes in the room adjoining mine and I don't know, I'm not sure. I mean, there were parts to the lock laying on the floor. So he took the lock apart and that's how he got into my room. But the best part of the whole thing is, so he, you know, there's a timestamp on the CCT little TV. Yeah. And, and so you see him go into my, or in the room next to mine. He actually went in there once he went in there and he was only in there for like 30 seconds and he walked out and he walked down the hallway a little ways. And then he turned back around and went back in there. And then it was like 17 minutes went by. No, 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 you know, just yeah. nothing happening. It was and just you beating his ass. Dude. Holy shit. Dude, I fucked this little bastard up. <laughs> Damn, bro. Well, you know, I, mean, I don't know how long it went on. Yeah. Because I haven't I don't know exactly when he got into my room and shit. But the next thing you see is my fat ass, dude. Literally. Like, I'm like this, dragging this dude out into the hallway, <laughs> dude. And you can see it on the TV, dude. It's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> And I'm glad and, you're okay and shit. And, you know, that's the thing. If you've trained to fight before, you are at a different level than you oh, know, anyone. Yeah. That's like, just how it is. Uh, yeah, know? dude, I just didn't especially have a like, on Especially, like, like, you know, mixed martial arts, cage fighting. If you yeah. actually competed, even if, like, you didn't right. get to the UFC, 
people don't understand that it's you're at a different level. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. Especially yeah, so, your wrestling background. A, oh my God. And this guy was a little guy. Like mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm six two. Uh, yeah. you know, I weigh like two sixty-five. Yeah. Uh, this dude, I mean, I never saw him stand up, mm-hmm. but but if he was five eight, that yeah, would have yeah, been a yeah. lot. He was probably five six or something. I, yeah, I bet yeah. you he weighed 120 or 130 yeah. pounds. Mm-hmm. And and so you know, once once I got out of bed and I grabbed a hold of him, it was all <laughs> it was all over. Yeah. But the you know, dude, my adrenaline was jacked, and for like yeah. the next several days, I was just like, "Fuck yeah, man, still got it!" <laughs> like, bring it, bitch, <laughs> dude. I'm glad that you know we're so, all glad you're okay, man, because you know, shit like yeah. you know, you know what's funny is like I so I told you I was DJing right, and um, I would yeah. play all over the U.S. right, and like my manager always tried to save money. And I was yeah. playing in D.C. one time. And I, I mean, nothing happened. But I literally stayed in a room, a hotel room, where there was a sign when you close the door. And it says, please use all locks for your safety. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> what the Perfect. Fuck, bro? And then the people who hired me, right, when they came to pick me up, they were like, why are you staying here? This is not a good place (laughs) i was fucking jews man yeah yeah um oh god dude that's an amazing story that i'm glad that you this is the edcc yeah dude exclusive right now (laughs) it was it was awesome man for sure like that is amazing now that i you know like everything was fine you know Mm -hmm. like it was all good they let you go Um, everything was all good like yeah dude like i was i was literally shitting my pants because i thought i would i mean i I just kept looking at this guy dude and i mean he was it was very obvious that he had a broken cheekbone i mean Mm -hmm. it it was all sunk in and yeah yeah. it it was it was ugly looking for sure Mm -hmm. and i mean dude by the time that they put him on the in the ambulance i mean probably 30 minutes had gone by and i mean this dude hadn't moved like i'm thinking you know, he, this guy might be dead. I don't know what yeah. the hell's going on. But I mean, dude, you could have died. What if, like, you were well, sleeping and he fucking did some shit? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't, uh, like, here's the thing. Like, some people get really upset with situations like that. Oh, you know, you shouldn't have done that to him. And I'm like, no, but, you know, those people probably have never been in an altercation like that. Right, like, yeah. Like, like, living here, that is a reality every day. Like that can happen. Well, to you yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. And like most people don't feel that kind of intensity with another human being. And like, yep. you, you know, in an alternate reality, like things could have gone differently where like you didn't, For sure, up, yeah. this guy tried to pull some shit, you got hurt. Like, so I'm glad that it was the other way around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, looking back on it, you know, certainly things could have yeah. went way worse. And right, I mean, they know. brought an ambulance and checked me all out. Like I had a few scratches and stuff on yeah. me, but, um, you know, and the, the, once the cops actually, we, we watched the security footage and then I had to Were you give still a into me statement. And you watched the, no, I, well, no, I threw on some shorts <laughs> and a t-shirt at that point, but, but the cops loved it, dude. They were cracking up. And then I started to calm down a bit when the cops were like fist bumping me and stuff. We're like, dude, you fucked that guy up. (laughs) And he was trying to rob you, man. He was robbing people in the hotel. That's fucked up. Yeah. Dude, he had been in like 12 or 13. I can't remember how many. It was 12 or 13 rooms before mine. And dude, the cops took all the shit out. He didn't have any ID on him. But dude, he had watches and fucking like four different wallets in his pockets. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So they, 
you know, everybody that was in the hotel that night got their shit back and the hotel, uh, because I travel a lot for work and it was a hotel that I'd stayed at multiple times. Uh, they, uh, they hooked me up and, and gave me a yeah. bunch of points on my account, That's which was sick. awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so so it was cool, and it gave me, you know, I'm 40 years old or over okay. 40 now, yeah, and gave me a little some, adrenaline a little boost. Bit of juice on that, you know? Hell like, yeah, yo, yeah, you know? yeah, it was great, dude. <laughs> yeah, and I actually I told the story on. Uh, I don't I don't think Bob from Night Junkie knows who I am because I okay. get on the, the Thursday night thing every once in a while, mm-hmm. but they were asking if anybody had ever been stabbed. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, or used a knife in, or in a fight. Or I can't remember I've what been they stabbed. were all talking about. That's, that's the thing. I, yeah, I, I've never... I, I mean, got I've, stabbed yeah. right here on my chest somewhere in a fight in the Quad Cities. <laughs> uh, uh, it was a buck. Uh, the buck... Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what the hell the thing... What yeah. model it is exactly. It's a little plastic handle, little mm. shitty buck knife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, dude. It's, you know, shit happens, man. Yeah, shit happens, man. That's crazy. <laughs> right. Yo, right. that's a dope story, man. I'm glad that you told that on here. That is yeah. what the podcast is for, guys. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Yo, people are going to be like, oh, you just see like a lot. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome, dude. Yo, bro, we yeah. did like yeah, over an stuff. hour already. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize. How, how did you, that how, long, how did you, nice. well, I mean, you do lives a lot, so I'm sure you, um, are in the you know, habit of like talking on camera and stuff like that. Some people I ask, right. And like, they're like kind of hesitant to come on. And I'm like, I'm the easiest person mm. to talk to, man. Like, Well, I, I felt terrible because mm. I had so many, I, and I just don't get on Instagram. I feel bad because I don't get on there enough. Mm. Um, I, I need to do more, but um, mm. I had so many messages on there and you had sent that, sent me that message and I just didn't yeah. scroll down far enough to see mm. it. And so like, it was, I don't know what the three or four days had gone by and I hadn't even seen the message. And then I yeah. saw it and I was like, Oh shit, this guy has, to, you know, and <laughs> so then I felt bad, but, but no, man, it was cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to it. So do you, do you record these and then post them? That's, yeah, so we're not live it. right now, correct? We're not live right now. I, yeah. I haven't, yeah. you know, let's talk about that a little bit, man. So I'm thinking about like doing a live, right? Like, um, yeah. you know, like what, what like tips do you have? Like, do I have to set up? I know I should set up like the bank account stuff and all that stuff, right? Like, yeah, I would. Yeah. You know, it seems like people, I mean, I set up uh, like the super chat and that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, for me, you know, there was a couple of things that I wanted to do a live. I wanted to get my wife involved. Uh, and I thought doing the live show, she would be pumped on that. And, and it's worked out well cause she is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, she's really you know, good me, on it, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and the people seem to like her, which is super cool. And the best part about it is, is that now that she's involved in the live show, you know, she's more forgiving with all the knives showing up at the house and you know what I'm saying? Like she's kind of involved yeah. as well. And so like, yeah. you know, I get, I'm getting passes where I otherwise wouldn't. Cause if she wasn't <laughs> involved, she'd be like, this, this is fucking retarded. <laughs> you know, but now that I'm like, maybe it's for the podcast there, you know, yeah. it's for the show or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so it's cool that she, she got involved with it. And so I would say, you know, having the super chat set up for sure. I mean, my setup's really janky, honestly. I, what I, mean, do I don't know what everybody for else a camera? does. But... Do you just use a phone or it's, uh, what do you use? Yep. I just use a phone. It's a, it's a not even a new, it's a, I have 
a work phone and a, a personal phone, but they're both, I think, iPhone 7s. So what are you using uh, for the chat section? So the it's chat all section, through the phone. Like, I don't know what it looks nope, like. That's why. Nope. Yeah. So on the phone, um, hmm. the chats scroll up. Uh, I mean, basically it looks just like if you're watching a YouTube video and the chats are going, yeah. yep. uh, if you, if you get into someone else's live, I mean, that's really what it looks like on screen yeah. for what, you. What about on your end? Presenter. Like, what does it look like? So are you using two what, different devices? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have my phone set up that I'm recording with, uh, and I have a microphone. I've got like a, a one of those, it's a Yeti, like, you know, stain, I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah, well, yeah. It's a mic. Like a Blue um, Yeti. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know. <laughs> it was, it was just a decent mic that I found and it seems to work. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. And it's, I mean, we set it in between us, like in the middle of the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and That's a it good works good thing, for both actually. of our voices. You guys are opposite of each other, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the mic has like a setting, whether you want it to be pick up like mm -hmm. 360 or, or 180. Or kind interview of a thing. style. Yeah, I have yes. that one, I think. Yep. I think I have the same one. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so I use that. And then, and then I, uh, I have a Microsoft Surface Pro. Uh, yep. that I use for like a laptop. Mm -hmm. And so I set it up and then I get in my YouTube creator or the, the studio mm -hmm. uh, yeah, or whatever it's called, your, your creator page. And, and then, and then I get into the live through there. And so, so I'm you're viewing you, the live. So on your surface pro for your surface pro, right? You're using yep. uh, YT studio, right? The creator. Yep. Yep. For the chat and on your other camera, you're also on your YouTube and you're doing the live like Correct. That. Oh, yes. so you can, so it doesn't like mess with it if you have two different. No, yeah, yeah, that's correct. Uh, you could be logged into two different devices at the same time. Yep. I, and I didn't know that in the beginning. Like yeah. I was, I tried using a webcam because mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to see the chat going by, you know? Yeah. And, and the webcam was like, Choppy. Just the video quality wasn't as good and you could hear the the cameras like trying to autofocus and stuff. And like I bought like the best Logitech camera I could find, you know, and, and yeah. it was still pretty shitty. Yeah. And and so the phone just the video quality was better. Um mm -hmm. and then being able to do it um you know just off the the phone it just makes it so much easier. And I'm, and I'm then just being able to this. view it on my screen. Yeah, I'm gonna try this, man. I, I, I've, I've, you know, you guys really inspired me to do one. I, I, I have a lot right of people on. that do have pretty successful lives. Um, you know, Zach stuff, Neves knives. Yeah, yeah, for know, sure. Um, Big Red does Saturday Night Live. So jealous that I didn't think of that name. But um, yeah, no doubt, right? So like, and it's cool. and it was right there for all of us. Right? I know, <laughs> like, who hasn't the watched Saturday SNL Night Live a few times? Exactly. And yeah. then, you know, I remember when I first saw that and when he started doing it, I was like, God damn it. I'm like, why yeah. did I get yeah. that? Yeah. But um, well, yeah, there's yeah. several things like that, that, that frustrate the hell out of me, you know, like right now I'm, I'm a little bit burnt because I ordered, I, uh, my first Monterey Bay knives, the VLD, uh -huh. uh, okay. I, and it was supposed to be at my house yesterday. Oh, they were having some up. shipping problems, right? I remember M well, I uh, MBK did. Oh no, maybe that was Dan. Oh, Miller. okay. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, so anyway, the tracking said it was supposed to be at my house yesterday. So, like, I was all excited. You know, it's supposed to show up on Monday. No knife, and oh. and then it said, 
and then it was supposed to show up today mm-hmm. and I had to leave to go out of town and oh. uh, I'm leaving my house and I see our mail coming down oh, the road. And I was no. like, sweet, it's here. And, oh. and we, we, I stopped, no knife. Oh, and then no. like a, like a thorn in my side today, as I'm driving, I get the updates on my YouTube, like coming across my screen on my phone mm-hmm. saying, you know, metal complex uploaded yeah. a, the yeah. the mbk vld today and i'm just like you fuckers <laughs> and so so everyone's getting it before i am which is yeah. just pissing me off do you uh, keep that up but, um kind of keeping up with the new new knives and things or i mean it depends it totally just depends on what it is mm-hmm. like you know, I, I, th- I feel like there's a lot of people that kind of associate me with the Tucson stuff just because I've, mm-hmm. I've done so many videos on Tucson knives. Uh, and so I think a lot of people come to my channel to see a lot of the new Tucson knives. Uh, so really Tucson is, I, I get more new Tucson stuff than anything else. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say that. And the Spyderco because I'm in the club. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, otherwise with other brands, I don't really... Uh, you know, I don't really get the latest, greatest of yeah. anything, really. You tried any uh, Civivis yet? Just, or? Oh, yeah. I've had a hand, a couple. You like uh, them? I don't have any. Yeah, they're all right. Uh, yeah. They're, uh, I mean, for like, I, re- I really dig the Civivi Shredder. I think it's a great knife. Oh, dude, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> the, yeah. The McKenna, uh, mm. shockingly, it, that one really shocks me because I'm not like a small knife guy at all. Mm but the McKenna works well, dude. Like it yeah. flips so good. And mm-hmm. even, like, I thought it was going to be so small, you know, front flippers can be a little bit fidgety sometimes. Mm-hmm. And with how tiny that thing is, I thought, man, this thing's going to be a disaster, yeah. but it's not, dude. It's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, so, so that one's cool. Um, and then uh, what else did I have for uh, right now? I've got a Civivi Brigand that I'm doing some mod work on. That's a pretty mm-hmm. cool one too. Uh and so yeah i mean i've had uh, some civivis here and there uh the uh, i'll tell you the, the knives that i'm super impressed with right now that just recently came out are the wee kite fin ah I've, had, the, I've, uh, I've checked that one out too yeah and the civivi or not the civivi uh the kaiser assassin ah uh, yeah they those knives they both compete in kind of the same you know mm-hmm. like three and a quarter inch blade yeah super lightweight you know, both are S35VN, full titanium frame locks. The, they're cool for sure. What do you think and about, the price points uh, are good. you told me that you had the Cancept like cryo, right? And, yeah, uh, yeah, yep. How do you feel about that knife? Or, or like, what if you've checked out any other Cancept knives, you know, you do know the story the, the, with them, right? Like, it was a guy from Kaiser, right? Yeah, Kim Ning, and like, Kim Ning, right? Okay. Like, it was yeah. like a beef or something. And then they dipped out. All right. They made Cancept knives. Okay. And that's why you don't see Tangram knives, which was the budget, like the Civivi yeah, of Kaiser. Kaiser. Because Kim Nail yep, was a yep. big part of that. I don't know. I, I mean, I keep saying this on podcasts that there was a beef and I'm not even sure, but most people are saying that. That's like a rumor. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah. You know, how do you feel about him? Like it, the Cancept stuff. Like, I, You know, I, I was just talking to, you, you know, we talked a little bit ago about BJ Hill at, at Hilltop Knives and Gear. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to him the other night about this because <clears throat> so it, the Cancept Cryo or Concept Cryo was, uh, I, I feel like they had two different directions they could have gone. And the more I thought about it, they, they went the direction that was the safer play, which was 
uh, we're going to bring out this, you know, uh, premium level S35 VN. It's titanium mm. and the fit and yeah. finish is good. Uh, but the design is um, just another, you know, like five or six years ago, we would have been shitting at a knife of this quality mm -hmm. for that price and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But today, uh, the market has changed. And yes. so, you know, although it's a great knife and there, I, there's really not, no, no issue with it at all. And the one thing that I thought was super interesting about it was the pocket clip, which I'll come back to in a second. But mm -hmm. um, to me, they could have gone two directions. They chose to go the direction, which I think was the safer play, but then it puts them into an area where there's just so much to choose from. So it's like a three and a half inch drop point titanium frame lock. Mm -hmm. And it's a flipper and it's uh, well-made. It's S35VN. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's one of 500 knives just like it out there. The other choice could have been uh, we do something like, uh, you know, something that's a little more edgy. People are either going to love it or hate it. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, I feel like those were kind of the two paths to kind of launch a new brand. Yeah. And and it's kind of an interesting, it's kind of a catch 22 because you can yep. turn people off if you go too edgy. Um, yep. But then if you go too mainstream, you just get lost in the sea of mainstream mm -hmm. knives. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's one thing I look at. Oh, go for it. Go, go ahead. Sorry. Well, well, the pocket clip was interesting to me because it was the first knife that I've ever seen. And I think, well, I'll just grab one here because I don't have that one, but mm -hmm. like on this, uh, this Kaiser here, it had a milled titanium pocket clip with two screws in it. And it was curved like this um, yeah. on the concept cryo, but then it had two holes over here that were canted in a different orientation and you use the same clip, but the clip curves the opposite direction, but it worked well on both sides, which I thought was really great. Wow. Um, I, I'm actually left-handed. Mm -hmm. So so for me, uh, milled titanium clips, generally, I don't get to carry those left-handed. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and on that one, you can. And, and it actually works out better on the Concept Cryo because you don't have the relief cut for the lock bar yep, when you yep, flip yep. The, the clip to the opposite side. Mm -hmm. and, and I just thought it was a real ingenious way to approach it because most people, when they make the clip reversible, um, you know, they just do a straight clip the holes, the orientation's the same on both sides. And, uh, you know, concept did something different there. And I thought that was neat. But uh, I also think that it's, it, again, it's such, uh, uh, they went so mainstream with it, there's not going to be very many people that look yeah. at it enough to figure that out, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure. I mean, hopefully they do well, because I mean, mm -hmm. it's a nice knife. There's nothing wrong with it. I feel like uh, I checked out maybe three of their knives the warrior the mini cryo maybe two uh -huh. and i feel like i definitely got some kaiser vibes from it but it kind of oh, yeah, no doubt. Own, it was kind of doing its own thing um you know mm -hmm. speaking to the edgy part have you checked out any of the willemson copenhagen line mikhail willemson's production i'm line? on the not yet i'm on the in I our got, the apex group i got the box today <laughs> That's awesome. So it I looks... have this is the red E, right? I have this. I don't have it in all black like okay. this. But this uh -huh. is a knife that you can get for $68, right? Reversible deep carry clip, recessed screws, D2 blade steel, access lock, smooth as fuck. Um, it's oh, it's access lock. Crazy nice. sound too when you close it. I've never heard anything yeah. like it. It's like chain mail almost. 
And um, they really oh, yeah. hit this out of the park, man. I mean, 68 bones, you get an access lock, D2, you know, Mikel Williamson design for sure. I think the uh, yeah, dude, for the, sure. Uh, G10 I is a little it. rough. That's probably my only complaint about it. But so sound, man. Sandpaper will fix that. Yeah, it's. I really <laughs> like it, man. I, 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 I don't even know how to feel yet. Like I, I unboxed all the stuff today, but um, what's that's Hell a crazy yeah. story that I'll tell you right now is the reason why the Apex Fast Around Group has these knives is. Mikael Williamson hit me up, yo. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. The Red E, right? I, I just loved it. I saw this design on their Instagram a while ago. I think JT put it on his stories, and he was like, yo, this is sick. Uh-huh. And I just followed yeah. it the whole time, waited for it to come out, bought it, did a review on it. This is when I was still vlogging around the city. I was still doing a lot of cinematic stuff. Mikael Williamson hits me up. No designers talk to me, okay? Like, I am a small fish. In this, you know, yeah, dude, so. okay size pond of knife YouTube, and he says, "Yeah, yo, I watch." He goes, "Dude, I watched your review. It's super dope." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, right, so right. I told him about, you know, like I'm really bad at business and like networking, and uh-huh. I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm from a pass around group where there are over thirty plus reviewers, including people like Nick Shabazz and Cedric and Ada Gear and Outdoors. Yeah. Uh, would you yeah. like to set, we would love to check out your line. Uh, let us know if you'd be interested. And then he was like, I'm all for that, you know? And then I just gave it to Blake. That's awesome. To deal with it. And, um, you know, I was a little, I was a little, you know, I told Lee Banner this when I did the podcast with him. I was a little, I was a little hurt because when I signed, like I, I, I got the knives for us. And like when the yeah. list first started, I was on the bottom, dude. <laughs> like, no, oh. but you know what? But I told him, I told him, I was like, David, I love what you're doing, man, because that was the smartest decision. Because I would yeah. have held on to him for too long, and right. I want the other people to check it out first. You know, like you give it to someone yeah, like Big Red, they will be done with it in like a week, like the whole line. Yeah, yeah, right. And like me, it takes me a little longer, like two, two and a half weeks, maybe. Uh, maybe even three, um, and then Blade yeah. Banner hit me up and say, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta send this. <laughs> you, know, so. you gotta, you gotta pass them along. Yeah, <laughs> it's called the pass around group. Yeah, no, I totally like, get it um, though. And this is another one I just awesome. want to talk about. Just one more um, is the Chibs, which is like this huge knife, right? And it's in D- I'm digging the backspace, sir. Yeah, so it's in D two. Cool. It's in D two uh-huh. with carbon fiber and stainless steel now I, it's a weird mix of stuff because i was expecting this one to be like titanium and carbon fiber with like s35vn but it's d2 uh-huh. with carbon fiber and i think this is stainless man like the um the the the, the other material but the action is like the absolutely frame, right? amazing and uh, this is one of the ones is it uh is is it made by real steel uh, you know what? It's not. It's theirs. I asked it's them. Not. I was like, who made they, these? They actually goes, manufacture it? Yeah, it's our own uh, thing in nice. Copenhagen. And I was like, damn, dude. You know, definitely That's uh, awesome. hitting a market where they are putting materials together that other companies aren't trying to put together. Like their titanium uh, frame lock flipper has like OS 8 in it. Like, I don't know why they went that yeah. route. I think it's kind of... And I think they're able to com- compete uh, 
you know, with the price range of, of whatever yeah. these knives are priced at. I mean, six to eight dollars for an access lock that's like smooth. It's a Mikel Williamson right. design is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I love that kind of stuff. Like yeah. still to this day, one of my all time favorite EDCs is oop, and then I screw it up. Oh, I wanted to check the, that one out. The Buck Marksman or the, this is oh, the SK Blades Inferno. So cool. Uh that I did some mod work too, but yeah, uh, this knife, it's such a good knife, dude. And you can buy this thing for like 110 bucks or something. Yeah. And the action is unlike anything else out there. The pocket clips, a true deep carry it's reversible. Uh, it's just, it's a great knife. And, and you know, knives don't have to be expensive to be great. You yeah. Know? They don't have yep. to be $500 and, yeah. and, you know, this thing's got a super sweet hollow grind on it. It's S35VN. It works well. It's really light. It's like three ounces, three and a half ounces, maybe uh, three and a half inch blade. And it's just a great, spectacular knife. And, and the locking and, mechanism, so for me, mechanism, the locking mechanism. Yeah, I don't dude, know why I couldn't say mechanism just now. I don't know why. But. <laughs> it, it's super cool, dude. I, I just love it. It works so great. And oh, once you get it man. down, you know, you can just, it's such a fidget toy. That's what I, mean, I do with my yeah. knives most of the time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all I do. You need you need to check out uh, oh. a marksman or a, or an SK blades. Oh, uh, that's awesome. which I heard that that SK blades is uh, having some issues or they shut down for a little bit or something. I'm not oh, sure man. what's going on, but uh, but yeah, I mean this thing it's got the blade hole which you can spidey yeah. flick and stuff. It's it's cool, no wow. doubt, dude. Do you I just got a message? new. Uh, oh, no, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I just got this new Spider Co. the other day. Oh, this is actually a, a little bit of an older model. It's oh the uh, Tropen. Wow. And, and it's another one that'll. This one will hurt you. Oh, if you look in the snap. compression lock. Yeah, it'll cut the shit out of you. Oh, because it has. Wow. You can see that where the blade so comes odd. up through there. Yep. Yeah. That'll mess you up. Yeah. Yeah, it'll do stuff like. <laughs> like that right there <laughs> like if you're not paying so, attention you'll it'll get yeah you. if you're not if you're not paying attention but it's a it's, it's made fun. in uh the tai tung plant mm -hmm. and it's a flipper yeah. uh but action's great it's on bearings actually it's running the same bearings that came in the smock yeah. and it's a four inch blade wow s30v it's a cool one man i, I yeah, really it looks dig it so cool I've yeah. I've seen that one before. Uh, did you get to check out the bombshell? Since we're on the topic of spider code, yep. What? How do you yep, feel about that bombshell. one? Man, dude, that thing was so comfortable in hand. Mm -hmm. Like, it you know, it looks like a freaking bean. You know, it's yeah. like this goofy looking yeah. little thing. Yeah, I didn't really care for the aesthetics of it, but mm -hmm. dude, when you got that thing in hand, like it it fit so good. And Molly said it fit great in her hand as well. Yeah. So, um, I've got pretty big paws on me, yeah. and. Uh, you know, my wife's hands are way, way smaller than mine. And, and mm -hmm. the fact that, that it worked well for her and myself, it was, uh, that knife was cool, man, for sure. Damn. Uh, I got to check that one out. I think Bearded Gear is going to send me his. That, that guy's a cool guy. You know him? Yeah. I, I don't, I've never talked to him. I, I know who he is. Uh, yeah. He's a cool yeah, dude. If, if there's ever any spider codes you want to check out, let me know, dude. Because I, 
well, I mean, I sell a lot of them, so you, you have yeah. to hit me up when they're kind of fresh because yeah, 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 I'm yeah. more than happy to send some of your way so you can check them out. Oh, but, man, uh, thanks, man. You're but, helping a, you know, a jungle yeah. Asian boy out. Because, like, I have absolutely <laughs> no money. And, like, yeah. like yeah, I have really well. been getting by with just loners and, like, yeah. donations and Apex Fast Round Group. You know, well, it's, if I it's tried like, to do – I've brought this up, like, several times with other YouTubers mm -hmm. and, and, you know, before I was part of the apex pass around group and the group's great. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's yeah. awesome. But you know, not every manufacturer is, is taking part in the group. Mm -hmm. And so like Spiderco, for example, you know, if you're kind of yeah. relying on the group to send knives, you know, Spiderco, you're just kind of out. Yeah. Um, yep. And definitely. So I always thought it would be really cool if, you know, eight or 10 of us got together and let's just say we, you know, say that we're buying in a range from a, you know, 150 to 200 bucks or whatever it is, whatever the, whatever the number is that we come up with, but we all go and pick a knife, uh, whatever it is. And then, and then with the intention that they, you, you know, they're going to get used, they're going to get beat up, they're going to get abused, whatever. And then, you know, at the end of each month or whatever, we all rotate them. And so yeah. we could all experience you know, eight or 10 different knives mm -hmm. and only buy one, you know, yeah. like we each pay for one. Uh, but then we get to see, you know, eight or 10 for our investment, you know? Yeah. Dude, you know, what's a crazy uh, pass around that I do every time it's, it's up is the give a knife, take a knife. You heard of it? Dude, I, yeah, I wanted to get in and, with JT last time, but I wasn't cool enough. I, no. I hit him up and I was like, man, I'd, I'd love to be a part of that deal. I think and, it was close. Like, I think now what he's trying to do is have it go on forever. Uh, um, yeah, so, well, the last one he did when he sent it out, because like it went to Stasa or something. and, and I think that he, was the like, first one, the smaller one. Now it's huge. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. How many well, years ago was he, that? Was that like... Maybe oh last. no, this was no, this was just like six months ago, maybe. And we, well, I'm on my phone, so but I could go back and look in the yeah. Instagram chat. But but I hit him up, and I was like, man, I'd love to be a part of that. That'd be really cool. And yeah. I like the idea. I think the idea is cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then he he said something like, well, well, I'll have to check out your channel and see. And I was like, okay, cool. And and then yeah. So I just I, I, I just figured just I wasn't cool and enough. Never got never got to watch it. No, dude, you're definitely. Yeah, um, it's cool. I've known JT. It, it's a not a big deal. No, but like the thing is, is like I want cool channels to be on it, and like you're in that class. So yeah, I just, like, I just think it's. Yeah, I just thought it was a cool idea, you know, yeah. and I thought it'd be fun to to take part in that, and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it's a cool thing all the way around. It, you know, I and I followed it for a while, and it went yeah. to like. I, I know Big Red got it and, mm -hmm. and Slicey Dicey and yeah, it and went several places, but then I never saw it again. So I don't know where what I, happened. I made it so wild because when I got it, right, like I was, you know, yeah. people, people thought I was being generous, but I was really being lazy. Right. I mean, the video, yeah. <laughs> my video was, was fire. It was awesome. Like I had graphics, I had yeah. everything. but like at the end of it, I put in a Menevade, uh, um, stub gen three which is like a 375 dollar knife <laughs> oh no because like i my reasoning was uh i think that it would give people joy to check this out and if like no one picks it jt is uh -huh. like awesome in ebay and he could just like sell it if he doesn't want it or he could keep it yeah right? yeah it is like a right. cool 
you know, thing, yeah. right? It's like a knife. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then um, after that, like people started getting wild, like people putting in like Leong mods and stuff like that. Like, damn. That's awesome. That's but, you know, awesome. But you, you still have the option of just, you know, staying within the criteria. And I think like the range was like 50 bucks. Like that's. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's what's been going on right now. But I do think that I'm going to like hit up jt and be like yo you should let this guy do it because i think the point <laughs> yeah. of it now though is for it to never end like and then yeah, and just see what happens or what where it goes yeah, yeah like what what ends up happening is like maybe at some point jt will be like hey send it back to me then i'm gonna do a follow-up video on my channel and then send it back out to the next person and just have it go on like yeah for the rest yeah. of yeah yeah that's know, cool our time dude we did like yeah. two hours of a podcast. Are you serious? Yeah. This is one Holy of the longest Sarah. ones that I've done. Uh, <laughs> I think the longest one I did was when Jared and Caro were both on and my girl was on with me. We did like a four-person podcast. Oh. Dude, that maybe, nice. hey, man, if, you're, uh, if you and your wife ever want to do that, uh, you guys don't have to yeah. do it. You could do top-down if you want. Um, I think it would be really awesome to do that. Um, yeah, for sure. And. You know, the thing, um, yeah, we'll have to schedule that a little yeah, better yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah, like yeah. this here was, you know, real kind of impromptu and whatnot, yeah, but, yeah. um, but yeah, dude, I'm sure she'd be down for it for sure. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah. And you know, I, I've been throwing around ideas to bring people on to our live show and like yeah. you had mentioned it earlier about like calling in and whatnot. And yeah. I actually have the ability to do that. Yeah. Um, I want to do that. So, man. yeah, it, and so I think it would work out pretty cool to do that. But, uh, you know, it, it sucks a little bit because you got these people that are in the chat and they're saying stuff or whatnot, mm -hmm. but you can't, you know, there's time delay and yeah, you can't, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, no, no. And it gets crazy. And, and my wife does a really great job of like filtering stuff out. You know, my buddy BJ was pointing out to me that because he's in there all the time and he's reading all the messages and stuff. And he said, he said, Molly does the uh, wonderful job of filtering all the bullshit that she knows you're not going to be interested <laughs> in or whatever, you know, which is great because, because it's really hard to watch everything and, and keep it flowing, you know, like, yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're trying to talk about this or that, and you're also trying to read comments and whatnot, you just end up with dead airspace and it's just no good. Yeah. You guys so. are, are an awesome team with the live stuff, man. When I, I'm going to do one. Well, I appreciate it. Probably going to try one. You know, I, I, I never want to do one when someone else has one. Like, that's why I'm trying to like find which day is going to be good for me. And, you know, yeah, and I don't know. I know, or at least it seems to me like that, you know, Neves, you mentioned them. Yeah. They, I don't know that they really have like a set schedule. They, they just, just like kind of seem to go live. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're like, it's 2 PM on a Tuesday. We're live bitches. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, on Sunday and then Monday comes around yeah. and whatever, like Molly and I, we, we go, we did do, we went off, yeah, Sunday nights has always been the deal, uh, but we did do a live show this, uh, just this past Friday, but that was just a special occasion, that's not going to mm -hmm. be any kind of normal thing, mm -hmm. uh, so we're just going to stick to the Sunday night deal, and uh, yeah, it works well for us, and you know, it's just one hour, well, it generally goes like an hour and a half or something. But, yeah, you know, uh, let me ask you this, right, if if your channel like grew to a point where it was so financially viable as a career, would you do it? Um, 
not i i wouldn't just be a youtube creator like if well if you would my... have to be you would have to have multiple streams of income you know what i mean but with yeah. your youtube growth could stem yeah. that exact business pathway you know what i mean this is something that i am always interested if... to ask knife youtube creators about because we haven't gotten to that point yet. Like Knife YouTube mm -hmm. does have people that do this for a living. Best Damn EDC is a perfect right. example. But Absolutely. We are yep. not at the point of these other big vloggers that are just cashing in millions of dollars a year. Right. But Knife right. YouTube yeah. will become that eventually maybe maybe Most at the likely. end maybe at the end of our lifetime that's what would happen. <laughs> right right but yeah, like yeah. i'm always curious to see like i asked big red and he was like in a heartbeat i would do it i just like yeah, love see, it you know for me um for me i look at this as a way to something different uh mm -hmm. or as like a pathway to it and so mm -hmm. if if you know, I already told you that I've got some stuff coming yes, in the that's way of what I my mean. own designs and whatnot. So like if, if, if that really took off uh, and if I could get to a point where I could buy better tooling and equipment and have a, a shop at my own property, mm -hmm. at my house yeah. and all that sort of stuff, um, for sure, I would be all in on that, yeah. no doubt. Because I uh, think like a day in the shop is like good content already. Like you just like definitely. trying to figure out and, a problem and like asking your audience like, hey man, does anyone have experience with this? Because I'm having trouble working on this part, right? And then like yeah. you have this, it's just a whole thing. Like um, craftsmanship is huge right? on For all sure. platforms, dude. I was telling Lindy and Richie, I'm like, you know, when you think of TikTok, you think about like, these kids doing these dances or like these thirst trap chicks or like, you know, jack right. dudes like doing backflips or something. But what yeah. I see most of the time is like artisans, craftsmen, you know, craftsmanship, uh, people like painting and it's just become yeah. this different thing now. And they're using uh, the attention of the app to leverage their right. business. And it's working out for yeah. a lot of people. So, you know, it's just a definitely. thing to think about, man. You know, and I think you definitely, you and your wife definitely have the chops to do something like that. You know what I mean? Well, if we, uh, you know, if I certainly, and, and will for sure, I just need to figure out the right way to do it. Yeah, but yeah. I definitely want to get to the point where I do kind of more how-to videos and stuff and show yeah. off stuff in the shop and, you know, some welding and machining and all those kinds of things. Uh, I just don't have the camera set up. I mean, I need to get like a GoPro and yeah. some type of a, you know, a gimbal set up to be able yeah. to move around. And I can, you know, I can tell you what, I can tell you what to get. Like, if you want to keep it low tech, right? Like people are always like amazed that uh, when I do a knife review, you know, I do the what's dope about it. What's whack about it thing. Right. That's like my bread and butter of the channel before. And it was like cinematic and like there's music, there's editing. That's all uh -huh. on my phone, man. I don't use anything else. Yeah, it's just I just see, use, I do hardly any editing, very yeah. very little. Yeah, you don't have to, dude. Yeah. You don't have to at all. Like it's just the content speaks for itself. You know, I put all those bells and whistles because that's all I've got. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that's yep. the thing. You know, um, and I would love. I mean, it's not. I don't choose not to do the editing. Um, yeah. I just don't know how to. <laughs> yeah. so, no, no. I mean, like, I, what I was trying to say was like, you know, if you wanted to keep it low tech, so you don't have to spend all this money. Yep. Like if you have a smartphone, 
and like maybe $50, you could already do what you're doing. Cause you already have a mic. You already have yeah. all that set up and like, you don't really yeah. need much more than that. You know, do they make a, do they make a decent like gimbal setup though? Like for, because the, you, you want to walk around mobile. Right. Okay, right. So here's the deal. They do, they do, but, um, that and I, like, I would, I would also want to mount the camera. Like I, I've got mm -hmm. some machining equipment and you know, it vibrates when it's running. Yeah. And yeah. so in order to, you know, mount Keep it the camera, steady. I mean, I have right, got a solution right. for you. I what I use is from DJI, and it's called the Osmo Pocket. And basically, okay. it's like, it's like a small camera. It, I wish I had it on me, but I don't have it on me right now. Basically, it just looks kind of like this, and it has a camera head on top, and it has a built-in camera, and, and it's a gimbal and, at the same time. I've it, seen those. Yeah. If you yeah, press yeah. it three times, it'll front face. It has face tracking, and it's what I use for all my solo podcasts and like the triple camera stuff that I do. Um, that's the only non-phone camera that I use and you can literally buy that at Best Buy for like, I think it's like under, it's under 200. And then what I did at Best Buy and I advise this to anyone who's buying gear, go to Best Buy to buy it, pay for the two to four year warranty. And you could literally break it in front of them in two years. When a new model comes out, they will give yeah. you the new model. That's oh, it. Really? I've done it many times. <laughs> right on yeah so it's kind of like Hell, a, yeah. I, I do every i do everything low tech dude like this mic yeah. you know people think like that costs a lot of money i'm like no like joe rogan's mic is 500 dollars. this mic was like 69 dollars. <laughs> like i just found <laughs> you know what i mean like but my, it sounds good it works yeah does the dude does that pocket thing does it uh, is the video quality good i mean is it just as good as your phone you can do you it's it's even better than the phone you can do 4k you can do uh 1080p oh, you can do slow motion stuff you can do time lapse so you can have it like let's say you're working on a knife and you can just have it track your hands and then you can put it in time lapse mode and then like you'll have this cool video of you working on it for like five hours and then it's yeah. like just quick like that um That's i haven't sweet. used that yeah yeah dude, if you ever need help with that stuff you know i i am like the techier guy i guess like within our class of youtubers like i for I, sure, love, dude. I love that i'll stuff. definitely hit you up for sure because yeah. dude i mean that's kind of where i struggle for sure yeah where, where uh where can people find you like tell them where uh tell them about your instagram and your youtube uh yeah on uh on youtube you can find me at ocd for edc and it's the number four uh mm -hmm. and same thing on instagram ocd for edc yeah and you can hit me up in my email if you want to talk to me about doing some mod work, anodizing, whatever. You can see all my knife mod playlist on YouTube. Uh, you can email me at info at OCD4EDC.com. Dude, it has been a pleasure having you on. Um, I think like <laughs> right that on. second hour, we really ramped it up a bit after your story about beating the crap out of that guy. Like <laughs> your coolness factor went from like 10 that just changed the, to like 50. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, this is my dude right, right here. Right on, right <laughs> on. <laughs> dude, thank you for doing this. I beat you the shit out of some little bum in a hotel. <laughs> hey man, yeah. you know, I'm ra I'd rather hey. him than you, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, dude, for sure. It was cool, like I said. I mean, I'm super glad that nobody, you know, I didn't get hurt. Like everybody yeah. was good. Everybody got yeah. their shit back. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was all good, man. Yeah. No doubt.
Dude, you are welcome on the show anytime you want. When you get all that stuff set up, um, if you want to talk about any upcoming videos you have on the channel that you like worked hard on or maybe left a giveaway or anything like that, you're welcome here anytime. Uh, yeah. This is your boy in the NYC. Awesome. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP saying peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.